everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Have you ever wondered how or if people in the Old Testament were saved or are saved? Today, we're in Romans 4. And as we're reading through Romans, today's chapter brings about a shift in topic. In chapters 1 through 3, Paul talked all about sin. But now, in chapter 4, he starts talking about salvation. If you've grown up in church, you know, like spent your childhood in Sunday school or VBS, Awanas, you've probably heard of Father Abraham. You might even know a song about him. And no, I'm not going to sing it. But how well do you actually know Abraham's story? Regardless of whether or not you're Abraham's biggest fan or have never heard of him, hang with me because I think, like I found as I studied and prepared for this episode, God has something for all of us in Romans 4. And as a reminder, anytime we study the context of a passage, we always want to start by looking at what came before and or after the scripture we're investigating. In chapter 3, we were reminded that when it comes to being made right with God, nobody gets an advantage or a head start. Everyone is unrighteous and unfaithful. The Jews aren't less dead in their sin than the Gentiles or the moral man, because everyone's unfaithful to God. But if all are unfaithful and without excuse, what was even the point of the Jews getting the law? Paul reminded the Jews that their attempt at obedience to the law was never meant to validate them. In fact, the law, God's instruction to his people, actually shows us just how screwed up we all are. I need help. You need help. I mean, we all do. We can't perfectly obey God. So where should we turn? In Romans 3, right before Romans 4, Paul showed us we can find help in Jesus and that the Old Testament, it, it testifies to this. this. This idea of finding help in Jesus, it isn't a new idea or a contradiction. And that's Paul's main point. This New Testament's presentation of salvation through faith in Jesus' life, his death, his burial, and resurrection, it isn't a new idea. Jesus has always been part of God's plan, even in the Old Testament. The words we read in the Old Testament, specifically God's instruction for his people, the law, and God's people's failure to keep the law, show us just how broken and in need of rescuing we are. So yes, we've got a problem. We are all unrighteous and deserving of God's wrath. And in chapter 4, Paul addresses something his audience might be thinking after making that point. They'd probably think, what about Abraham? Wasn't he in good standing with God because he did everything God had asked? When we look at his story, we read that he obeyed God even though he did not know where he was going. He obeyed, but that obedience isn't what saved him. As Paul points out, Abraham believed God. God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Abraham's faith or his belief is what caused him to be considered righteous, not his obedience, as faith yields righteousness. Paul's audience would have been pretty familiar with Abraham's story, but if you're not familiar, you can find a recap in episode one. I'd also encourage you to read Genesis 12, 15, and 17. Regardless, God made promises to Abraham that were passed on through the generations, But were the benefits of those promises strictly experienced by those who kept the law and obeyed? No, because nobody could perfectly obey God's law. In chapter 4, verse 11, Paul makes it clear that Abraham was considered righteous before the sign of circumcision was given in, in order to make it clear God's purpose was to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised, 
so that righteousness would be counted to them as well. Abraham was considered righteous before he was given specific instruction, specifically that of circumcision. And this shows us that those who didn't have God's law, God's instruction, could have a chance at knowing him. By recalling Abraham's story, Romans 4 shows us God has always intended for righteousness, or said differently, a right standing with God to be gifted to all who believe. The promises of Abraham were passed down through faith, not through obedience to the law. In fact, we read in verse 23, the words, it was counted to him, were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. Now that phrase, it was counted to him, is basically Paul's way of saying righteousness in God's sight was gifted to Abraham because Abraham believed he could count on God to keep his promises. Abraham had a forward-looking faith. He believed that one day God would come through. Just as we look back to the cross, Abraham looked forward. One day, the child of God would come. As was the case for Abraham, righteousness will be counted to us who believe in God who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, which seems impossible. Verse 25, who was delivered up for our trespasses. It's not about us or what we do. And who was raised for our justification. God is for us. He has our best interest at heart. And Abraham, he believed when it seemed impossible. He believed it wasn't about him. He believed that God's promises were trustworthy and not empty. And he was convinced that God would come through. His faith was counted to him as righteousness. Now for us today, if you're anything like me, you don't always have a faith like Abraham. The reality is there's faith that saves and then there's daily faith. Faith that saves says, I trust God's promises or word in regard to my salvation. And daily faith says, I trust God's word, his instruction in my day-to-day life. And sometimes we don't get that one right. But that's okay. There's grace. Just as the Jews couldn't perfectly keep the law, we can't perfectly follow Jesus. Which means that sometimes we doubt his instruction or his goodness, maybe even both. When are you most tempted to doubt God's instruction or character? We find some good news at the end of Romans 4. Jesus was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. If you're a believer in Christ, there's good news. Our shortcomings and mistakes aren't held against us. And I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.